Welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast, where we're serving up gospel-fueled courage to the Christian woman to remain faithful in her calling. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast. Jordan and Lexi here. Hi, hi. How's it going? Good. How are you today? Good. Um, okay, so Icebreaker, what is your children reading? What are your children reading? Ari is really, he's crazy. He is really into three different series at the moment at the same time. Okay. Um, <laughs> Madeline Langle's books, he just got into the Wrinkle in Time stuff. Oh, okay. Which has been fun. Yeah, so he just got into that. Um, he's reading through the Midnight Folk series. I think I've told you about that before. Yeah. Did I ever get those? That sounds really familiar. What are those about again? I can't remember. Okay. I don't know what they're about, but I saw them on a blog that said, if you like Harry Potter, you'll like this series. And he's obsessed with Harry Potter. Sorry, listeners, if you're (laughs) against that. He (laughs) loves Harry Potter. So that's why he has those books too. Okay. Maybe I just have it on my list or something. Well, I've told you multiple times. Like, I think you'd like this because I I think think it's fantasy. And then he's also just finishing up I don't know. I think it's Enid Bloyton, maybe. She's like a Scandinavian European author of some sort. My mom got him her adventure series for Christmas, and he's been really loving it. And I didn't know anything about her. But then just recently on the mashup between Nate Wilson and the What Have You Gals, mm-hmm. they actually mentioned her. So mm-hmm. apparently she has a lot of series for kids. So I'm, gonna, I'm excited that he really likes her stuff. I'm going to get him a few Um of the other series probably since we're about to head into our summer break. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. And then, um, are you guys doing like a family read aloud with the rest of the kids in, right now? Um, Brian does that usually with them. He's doing, um, I think it's Ashtown burials with them. Oh yeah. Cool. Oh, okay. So yes. So he does that. I do a read aloud with Ira at night after like bedtime. It's, it's mm-hmm. my time to just have one-on-one time with Ira and so we've been going through, I think I've said this many times, we're in um, Dutch Color by Douglas, Wilson, Douglas Jones right now. Mm-hmm. Douglas Jones. So we really, really like those. And he's in his own time. He's starting reading. He can't read on his own, but he's really into the Mr. Putter books by Cynthia Ryland. My sister-in-law got him some of them and he's like obsessed right now. <laughs> so those are good, like early readers. Okay, cool. I think we may have one of those. If it's yeah, same. I had never heard of them before. I was really surprised because I know Ryland, but I didn't know she had early readers. What are you guys reading? Um, so Ransom and I are doing James and the Giant Peach by Ronald Dahl. Oh, we, yes. We, um, we started it a long time ago, and then it, like, got stuck on a shelf. We, like, halfway through it got stuck on a shelf, and I had a baby, and we, I don't know. But I was oh. picking up his room the other day. I was like, oh, yeah, we're reading this right now. <laughs> um, so we're reading that, and um, – we are also, uh, for school, we have those readers that I told you about that Veritas puts out that we're borrowing from a lady at our church. Oh. And they're really cool. They Are you not Veritas Press? Yes. They're, okay. early, they're early readers, but they're historical. So it's really neat because it's like a, um, it's like an easy reader, but it'll be about like Martin Luther or something. Mm-hmm. Um, or like the Wright brothers or fill in the blank, which I feel like was a cool niche to be filled because you and I had talked about that as like 
the Bob books, it's like, what, this is nonsense. <laughs> did I tell you about the eclectic reader? Maybe you did. Are these the ones that are kind of expensive? Yeah, because you got to get the, well, I think so. It's a whole set. It's like a K early reader through 12th grade set. Oh, yeah. So it spans a long period of time, but I think they're around $80. But mm. I like the original only because they introduce the children to a variety of genres very early on. So it makes sure they're reading a bunch of different genres, not just one genre altogether. So like scripture, history readings, nature readings, poetry. I just, I like that concept a lot for keeping, making sure if they're, if they're reading in their own time, whatever they want, that's mm -hmm. fun reading. At least they have a spine of something that's a little more versatile. Yeah. So yeah. cool. And then Jared and Ransom are going through, uh, one of the red wall books right now. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think they got like a fat book that has maybe like five or six. Of yeah, that's what I did. So, mm -hmm. um, they like those a lot. <clears throat> and I think that's it. No, Rance mm -hmm. or Valor listens in to any of the read aloud times that we have right now, but he just yeah. turned three in January, the end of January. And I've started doing some school stuff with him now. So I'm like, Okay, slowly mm -hmm. my way into teaching more than one child. <laughs> um, oh my. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, we have a big enough gap between the two. They're three years apart. So mm -hmm. it's a big mm -hmm. enough gap to where we really don't have overlap that much. Um, yeah. As far as what Ransom needs to be doing in his day, other than our reading time. So, yeah. Right. Here we go. That's cool. Ready or not, here we go. <laughs> but yeah, we're doing okay with it. Um, and then you want to say what you're reading right now? What are you reading right now? Anything um, the last time we asked? I just finished, I just finished Redeeming Childbirth, which was helpful. Um, but other than that, I'm still, I'm trying to work through my list, my uh, stack that I've kind of started. I'm still finishing up The Soul of Science. This is so good. I know I keep talking about it, but I love this book. Okay. <laughs> and I'm waiting for a book about compost to come in the mail, so... <laughs> Fun. Oh, I did get Monty Don this week, though. I got his Complete Gardener book. So. You did? Okay. Yeah. Um, which I feel like plays into what we're about to be talking about. Um, oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to be talking about new skills today and um, how you and I go about learning new skills whenever we're wanting to learn something new, what our approach is, where we go for information, stuff like that, and why, and why we want to learn new skills. So... Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think that our, both of our, uh, um, answers to this question are going to be different because I'm, I'm a visual learner and I know that you are a, whatever it's called when you just read to learn learner. Yes. Which by the way, I did not wash my quilt squares. You didn't. <laughs> oh, so did you start oh. sewing them together? Oh yeah. It's almost okay. done. Okay. Well, I mean, it'll be <laughs> fine. Maybe just hang it dry instead of tumble dry. It'll be yeah, fun. she told me. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. But my friend told me about these. Um, they're like, I don't know what they're called. Um, what are those little sheets you put in the dryer? Oh, uh, like yeah, dryer sheets. I guess uh, dryer sheets. But yeah, there's some but that they are can called, like, like color catchers. Color? Yeah, yeah. That's yes, yeah. I'm not gonna try that. But she told me about it. Uh, yeah. Yes. Anyways, I'll explain later why I did what I did. <laughs> But go ahead. <laughs> okay. So learning new skills. So uh, I'll, I'll just say what I do whenever I'm wanting to learn something new. And then you can say what you do. How about that? Yeah. 
So like I said, I'm a visual learner. So I, it's a lot easier for me if someone uh, shows me what to do on a particular thing. But um, so for example, like right now I'm wanting to learn to knit and I don't know how to knit. Um, mm. So um, <clears throat> my friend Lexi, we're going to trade and she wants me to give her some information on how to use her sewing machine and like the beginnings of getting sewing and then she knows how to knit so she's going to show me how to knit so um good idea I usually just like seek out somebody that I know is good at whatever I'm trying to learn how to do and ask them a million questions and Mm -hmm. ask them to show me and that is usually enough information for me to get started and then I can have like the vocabulary for whatever I'm learning to be able to google and search things out but at the beginning, sometimes I don't even know what I don't know. And so I'm like, I don't know what to even say to even start learning something. So it's a lot easier for me Correct. to find a mentor on the topic and get the basics and then go from there. Mm-hmm. So um, it's been a really big blessing because God really has brought people into my life at the perfect times whenever I'm learning different things. My mom and then a friend's mom taught me to sew um, re- really when I was around 18, 17, 18 is when I learned to sew for the most part. And then like, even with canning, my mom has taught me a lot of this stuff, but also God's brought other ladies in my life, even like Vicky from my church, who's taught me a lot of stuff about canning that I didn't know. And, and so that, that is how my brain works the best is someone showing me first or talking to me about it at least, or giving me some in, a yeah. bite of information that I can yeah. grasp onto. And then yeah. go from there. Maybe it was a year ago now, we kind of did a survey among our women at a women's ministry night where we just ask them, what are, what are skills that you're willing to teach? Cause sometimes people are like, well, I know this, but I don't, I'm not willing to teach it. Yeah. But what are you actually willing to teach people how to do? And just very slowly over the last year, those women have been able to teach classes and it's been really cool. That's be one helpful way. Like if you're just trying to figure out what people even know around you, just make a little survey for them. Yeah, that's cool. Um, okay, so what do you do whenever you're wanting to learn something new? Well, I know exactly. Well, I have a question for you first, though. Okay. So what does it look like practically that you take the kids with you? Like when a friend comes over and you guys are going to do the knitting and sewing, what is that looking like kids-wise? Okay, yeah. Because I think that's the biggest yeah. inhibitor for a lot of people. That's a good question. So, well, we had this all planned out, but then we've had some hiccups with health stuff. But um, – Our plan was, we're gonna have to reschedule, but our plan was uh, to go over to her house and I was gonna um, help her with her sewing machine and Jared, it was gonna be on a day that Jared was off and he was gonna go also bring the kids and they were gonna play outside at her house with her husband and their kids. So the husbands were gonna hang out and the kids were gonna play while we were doing that. So that... um, I, I think especially for like the first time that you're trying to learn something, it's best if you can have focused time. Um, that doesn't always yeah. happen. So, I mean, whatever, whatever that would look like in your life to make space for you to be able to mentally be all there. But, um, mm-hmm. but for us, that was going to be our plan, doing it on a day that the dads were available to play with the kids outside at their place. Yeah. I do think it totally helps having a husband who's willing to, um, I don't know, just spur you along in that way. You know, Brian has done the weirdest projects for me just because, you know, I love it. I'm like, this is sexy. You're building a cheese press. I'm going to take a picture of that. (laughs) Real into this cheese press building you're doing right now. (laughs) So funny. Yeah. Good. Okay. All right. So what do you learn when you, you say you have something in your mind that you're wanting to learn how to do? What, where do you go? What's your, what's your steps you take? 
um, I think jargon, like you were saying, it wasn't until I started quilting that I realized the necessity of learning like the basic jargon of a subject to even know how to ask questions. Yeah. Um, so for me, a lot of usually that means ending up with some books of some sort on the mm -hmm. topic mm -hmm. that you're wanting to learn about. Um, and then I do after that usually move into something visually, be mm -hmm. it YouTube or finding a friend that I know that knows how to do this and just mm -hmm. committing to have them help me regularly. Um, and I think people can feel really awkward about like, I don't want to take your time. So like, I won't ever ask you to help me because you're so busy, but really that's why we're in one another's lives. So I don't know. I just, I guess I'd encourage you if, if you're not asking someone to help you cause you're worried they're too busy or whatever, I would ask them anyways. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. ask them. And if someone is asking you, then yeah tried to be as available as possible because I mm -hmm. in my opinion this is a great way that Titus 2 works out exactly exactly is, um teaching each other skills like helping one another uh learn new things so that they can teach things to to their kids mm -hmm. or the women that are around them so I think yeah. this as like more than this is more than just knitting you know or this yes. is more than just sourdough or this is more than mm -hmm. just gardening like this is something spiritual that women are trying to work out um, in their lives. Yeah. So I think that's like, I just obsessively research about everything. Cause I, I've just, I don't know. It's just how I am. I have to know like what, I just feel like I have to get a philosophy of why I'm doing it this way. That's what I always feel like. I want to know all the different ways you can do something, what the pros and cons are of each yeah. so that when I commit to it, I know I believe in this. <laughs> I'm sure you're not shocked. <laughs> I'm a wholeheartedly this type of a gardener. <laughs> yes, exactly. But the cool thing about that too is that as I'm going and I'm growing in my knowledge and my yeah. know-how and my flexibility, I can take from different tools, I guess you could say, or from different um, perspectives on it. Uh -huh. And it's just, it's been really helpful. And I don't know. So yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So whenever you're learning a new skill, then like, how do you motivate yourself to, you know, want to keep going at it or want to learn mm -hmm. or maybe want to, you know, take that first step in the, in, um, in the beginning to actually, um, learn something new when it could be time consuming or messy or yeah. financially, um, you know, <clears throat> a leap, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, I do force myself to fit, to commit financially mm -hmm. either if it's like a tool that I really need or, if it's like a class that I need to take in order to gain the knowledge yeah. to be comfortable, I just kind of do that. And I'm also, I pretty much do most of my life in a somewhat messy manner because mm -hmm. I know how perfectionist I can be and it can keep me, I think I waited. I never really did attempted new things until after Daphne was born. So that was uh, seven years into my marriage. And I kind of realized like, I've been waiting way too long for the perfect circumstances. Mm -hmm. And yeah. here I am having more children. That's never going to happen. My right. house is never going to be 100% clean. Yeah. I need to just start doing things. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that, that usually means I have to wait for the down days when I, when I can handle the mess or like nobody's coming over. We don't need to do school. Yeah. Um, but I just, I'm fine with everything going to looking like it's in shreds for a day or two while I learn something new. Yeah. 
Yeah. I get dinner and, in the instant pot first thing in the morning and then yes. I go to town the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think for that to happen, you have to see what you're doing is valuable. It's like, okay, this, yes. is, this yes. is worth, it's a trade-off, but it's worth the trade-off that I'm making because I know mm-hmm. that this is something that will help my family, help my daughter one day, will help other women around me, whatever, um, that it was yeah. fine for me, whatever it may be. Um, but I think, uh, just as an admonishment to other women, like don't be intimidated, um, by learning something new, like believe that, um, you know, that this is worth it and that God will put resources in your life and provide in that way that, um, if you're doing this, if you're wanting to learn a new skill to honor him and to bring glory to him, like that God will provide the, whether it be book or person, um, to -hmm. help you along (laughs) with that. So don't be intimidated. Also set goals for me, yes. setting a goal with something is uh, really big. And then just telling somebody that goal, like whether it be a friend or your husband or whatever, like, Hey, I'm, I think I'm going to make quilts for the boys' beds, whatever it may be. And just yeah. say it out loud so that it gets further than just like a maybe in your mind one day I might do that. Um, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> setting a goal. And then um, I think, to make things happen, like learning new skills, you have to find the time. And a lot of times that just means putting your phone down, like simple as that. Like, uh, uh, it can, it can just be as simple as, Hmm, the kids are occupied. I'm going to use this 10 minutes to look this information up, or I'm going to use this 10 minutes to measure out this fabric. And, and that has had to be my approach plodding along with things, projects, rather than how it used to be where I used to could just like take an afternoon and have the entire afternoon. Sometimes by the grace of God that happens, but more often than not, it's plotting 10 minutes here and there. I've seen that the plotting actually encourages more sustained time period. For example, I, yeah. I don't usually want to get into bed and like look up gardening stuff and I, I just want to dive into a novel or a book yeah. or something, but I've been avoiding trying to figure out this particular way to uh grow potatoes and so last week I was like Lexi it's less than 10 minutes watch the video you'll be fine so I watched the video and the next day it was like I had chickens figured out I had seeds organized I had the new books on my list that I needed Mm -hmm. and that like 10 minutes committed me to a whole hour of like fun joyful I got all this work done that I've been putting off for months literally why didn't I do that sooner (laughs) so plod 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 yeah yeah, don't be intimidated by the feeling that this may take a bit because it, is, yes. it doesn't have to be all at one time. It can take a bit over the course of a week and that'd be just fine. Um, yes. My, and a tip that my mother-in-law gave me um, early on that has been so helpful for me is she will schedule a time to think about something. So she will actually mm-hmm. write in her planner, think about fill in the blank at this time, Tuesday at two, I'm going to think about this. And that's awesome. It's so helpful to me because I will stress out about something like it being in the back of my mind, like trying to figure out a solution to this issue or whatever, or like trying to plan in my mind what I'm going to do about something. And instead, when you just write down, Hey, I'm going to think about it at this time on this date, then you can kind of let it go mentally until that time and then put all your effort and focus into it. And it just, Mm -hmm. it's a huge stress reliever for me to be able to not think about something because I know I will. Yeah. You know, I know I have a time in the future. I'm going to be doing it. It just doesn't have to be right now. Yeah. Okay. So what is your why behind like wanting to learn new things, new skills and, um, you know, getting better at things? 
What's your why behind it? Because God is such a good father to us and he's hidden infinite amounts of interesting things in the world. And it would be to my shame to just completely ignore that. Yeah. And to just waste my time on Twitter all day. Yeah, for real. <laughs> what, what's that scripture? You've said it before on here, I think. Um, it's the glory of uh, God. Oh, it's in Proverbs. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, the glory it's, of kings to search them out or something like yeah, that. Yeah. It's to God's glory to conceal a matter. And it's the glory of kings to unearth a matter, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that. When thinking about learning new stuff, it's like God has hidden a lot of really cool things in things like sewing, you know, a lot of really yeah. beautiful um, colors and textures and the way things look when they're put together and different mm-hmm. colors when they're beside each other. There's a lot yeah. of really cool stuff to think about and ponder on and for God to get glory in. Um, in, in a thing like learning to sew and, um, and it's worth it. It's worth it to like see and experience and feel and touch all the things that you can in this lifetime, because God made a really interesting world. Yeah. I was just, as an example, two nights ago, reading in this book about Christians obviously believe there's a spiritual realm and a physical realm. There's not one or the other, but scientists historically, a lot of the time just believe in the material world, but the Christian that studied carbon dioxide in like figured out that carbon dioxide existed, did so simply because he knew there was a spiritual realm. So there had to be something more than just what the eye could see, mm-hmm. which ended in him discovering carbon dioxide. Like wow. if he hadn't been curious yeah. about the world and if he hadn't have taken his particularly Christian worldview to the world, that wouldn't have been discovered. People would have completely ignored the entire world of gases. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So yeah. That's awesome. I think also just thinking with a long-term perspective on your life, like yeah. that, that things aren't just for right this second and, and we have children. So I want to learn all that I can so that my children one day will be better at whatever that is than I am even. And it's yes. like leaving a yes. legacy of being interested and wanting to learn and leaving that to my kids, my sons and my daughter. Um, and if God gives us more kids one day, just that they, they will be better at whatever we've put the effort into than we are. Mm-hmm. And Jared talks about this a lot, even with like hunting that our we want our mm-hmm. kids to grow up with just, they don't even remember learning how to clean a deer, but they just know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's been so normal yeah. in their life that they don't have to learn the things that we're right now learning because it's just like a language that they know. Yeah. That's a really good perspective. I think one of the major reasons why I go about learning things in a somewhat haphazard way Mm -hmm. is because I was so scared of any mess walking into parenthood. Mm -hmm. It was like paralyzing to me. And I did not want my children to be scared of that. Mm -hmm. And so I've just kind of allowed for them to see like, like yesterday with the quilt, you know, once you get started with a quilt, it's kind of like, especially when you don't have the room to hide the quilt top unsewn together you have to bang this sucker out. Yeah. And it was a wreck yesterday. I mean, I knew dinner was ready, but the kids were watching me. They were helping me. The house was a mess. They helped me clean up afterwards, but I don't want them to be scared of the process of mm-hmm. taking re- personal responsibility for something because it's messy is something Christians should want to do. Yeah. I want to enter into this mess to help bring some order into the chaos somehow, you know, because yeah. really you're not, in, you're not in it for the mess being the end result, you're in it because you know, the process of the mess is going to get to something beautiful at the end. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Which preaches a message as well. <laughs> like, yeah. isn't that our life? It just our life in general, yeah. like we're, we're living this messy life, trying our best to like honor the Lord and he's bringing us along, sanctifying us through the mess. Um, like the meme of the guy falling down the escalator. He's like going up, but it's, he's falling backwards the entire time. He's going up. He's going up the escalator, yeah. but he's just like a really messy way of doing it. <laughs> and it's awesome. like, it's kind of our life. It preaches a message. If we are saying, you know what, this mess is worth it, that I'm going to dive into it and know that there's something beautiful on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love Doug Wilson. And I think it's uh, what's it called? My life for yours, where he talks about the kitchen like how the kitchen needs to be clean enough that you're not causing your children to catch some infectious disease, but it's okay. If it's not, it's a kitchen you're using. It. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's awesome. Cool. Well, anything else? I don't think so. All right. Nope. We decided <laughs> to go quilt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you're going to have to post a picture of that quilt once you get it done. It's so cute. <laughs> I love it. I'm so uh, you know, I kind of, I was kind of like, you know what? If all of this fabric got a tint of red to it, it would probably be even cuter and more vintage looking. Yeah. That's my thought process. <laughs> I think that's a good thought process to have. <laughs> you're this far in at this point. You're like, you know what? A red hue there would go. be fine. <laughs> cool. Exactly. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, let us know what you're working on. That'd be fun. Bye. Bye.